from reaching as many individuals as possible in efforts to keep humanity from reaching the highest levels of consciousness possible, sadly, at a time when it is needed the most. My personal calling is to create a network, a platform, and a voice for lightworkers across the globe to unite in a variety of means in order to ultimately have a much larger reach and impact. The ultimate goal is to increase vibrational frequencies of one, of many, and as a united front across the globe. I have been shown that the time to be acting is now, and I have answered the call along with other lightworkers. I have been given a name for this endeavor of Enlighten. The domain name I was told is enlightenedworld.online. The Facebook names I was led to use are Enlighten and Enlightened World Unites. The Facebook site will be going up soon. I have enough contacts supporting this to believe that the Facebook reach will be global in no time. I have been shown conferences in Los Angeles, New Orleans, and New York to start, bringing in trailblazers in the spiritual world, public spiritual figures and lightworkers with the intent of mobilizing and connecting, educating, and focusing on positivity and higher vibrational energies. One of the long-term visions is to create a website where lightworkers across the globe can have a voice and a platform. They'll be able to share articles, advertise their services and products, mobilize for meditation or prayer circles, purchase and create online radio or TV shows, have a YouTube presence, and seek low-cost and easy-to-access assistance for creating their own website, publish books, create educational or motivational courses, So please stay tuned as the website progresses. This endeavor is much larger than I, and Spirit is lining up people to be invited in, while the groundwork is being laid for the Facebook page, website, online TV network, and conferences. I am focusing on walking with Spirit to make sure that all is in alignment with the desires of God, the archangels, and the angels. One wild thought I had, as the media are isolated and being demonized by the current administration, maybe the time is ripe to bring them into a positive spiritual movement aimed at making the world a better place for all involved. So that's what's been on my mind and my heart. So thank you for listening. If you are called in any way to see where you might fit into all of this, please feel free to reach back out to me. So I am an author and a spiritual counselor providing individualized transformational experiences for my clients using Holy Fire Reiki, energy work, and connection with the spiritual divinity, including the Divine Mother, Archangels Michael, Gabrielle, and Raphael. I just launched a new book that came out on Amazon in August. Walking with Spirit, Divine Illuminations on Life, Death, and Beyond shares so many lessons that I have learned this past year and a half, including 
what happens when we die, how you can connect to the spiritual divinity, and what the spirit realm can teach us about the physical realm we live in. It's available in Kindle now and will be coming out in paperback soon. So please be looking for that on Amazon. So let's get started with our featured guest tonight. Spotlight on lightworker Rebecca Abraxas. The topic of her show is Reiki and Voice, Finding Ease and Joy with Being You. I would like to tell you about Rebecca Abraxas, our guest this evening. Rebecca practices as a Holy Fire II Reiki Master teacher and a Holy Fire II Karuna Reiki Master. She has combined her 25 years of experience in singing and her wellness education degree with Reiki to offer Reiki and voice, private healing sessions, personal coaching and training classes. Rebecca, through the years, has worked with people of all ages, from infants to seniors in their 90s. She has found Reiki and voice practices to offer people the opportunity to heal deeply and to find ease and joy with being their authentic selves. Rebecca's own practice with Reiki has guided her to launch her Sing Yourself Free classes and to offer Reiki sound healing through her voice. She is a mother of two older boys and uses her Reiki and voice practices with her family to create deep connection, honor, and allowance of each other. To get a taste of the topics Rebecca explores, you can view coaching materials as well as Reiki healing music on her YouTube channel. Her CDs of positive music, The Offering, and When Heaven Meets Hell are available on CD Baby. For more information about Rebecca, services she offers, and upcoming events, you can go to RebeccaAbraxas.com, and it's R-E-B-E-C-C-A-A-B-R-A-X-A-S.com, or visit her on Instagram and Facebook. For inquiries or scheduling, you can reach Rebecca at RebeccaBraxis, and I will double check that, at gmail.com, or call 303-859-3026. So I would like to welcome Rebecca to the call tonight. Rebecca, are you with us? Hey, yes. Hi, Ruth. I loved hearing about all you, um, all you're up to. That's amazing. It, it's amazing watching it, honestly, because <laughs> cool. spirit is just lining up the people that I'm supposed to connect with. And every morning in meditation, I sit at God's feet, and I'm literally told who to contact that day. Yeah. And so far, everybody but one, one I'm still waiting to hear from, after I tell them the whole crazy story of everything that we're working on and why, they have all said, how can I support you? Which mm-hmm. tells me that they recognized the call yeah. when they heard it. So, yeah, it's really exciting, and I know we're going to be talking about it on the air as it keeps coming together. Yeah. Great. So, Rebecca, I do have a question before we get too far tonight. Your Gmail account, 
Is there only one yeah. A? Is it Rebecca? It is okay, two it A's, is. Rebecca and then Abraxas, so two A's back-to-back. In your Gmail account? Mm-hmm. Okay, all right, because I, somehow I copied that wrong. So great. Um, so listeners, if you would like to speak with Rebecca tonight on the air, please call, and the number to call is one five one six four five three nine one. Six, two, and make sure to press 1 on your phone if you'd like to share with us. So, um, Rebecca, tell us a little bit about you and how in the world you came to do Reiki with Voice. And then we're going to hear about Reiki in a minute. But first, tell us about you. Uh, me? Let's see. I have oh, have been a seeker my whole life. Um, and let's see. I, it started in... Um, I guess when I was 19, my mom brought me a uh, You Can Heal Your Life book by Louise Hayes. And then I went to go see Guru Maya when I was 20 and um, got Shaktipa. And um, since then, I've just been a seeker of consciousness and um, Christ consciousness for a long time. I'm a certified yoga uh, teacher. I've studied yoga therapy. I have a bachelor's degree in exercise and sports science and wellness education and I kind of find, found my voice kind of uh, secondary. I, I have a science degree, and after I got that science degree, I moved to Colorado with my guitar and just started kind of opening up to just playing, teaching myself to play the guitar, and songs started flowing forth, and I became a songwriter, much to everyone's surprise, <laughs> including my own. Um, and follow, finding my voice was quite a path, a spiritual path for me. And as I opened up and became an open flute for spirit to come through, um, I learned that performing became more easeful and the sense of singing became a sense of freedom and flying. And I started to notice that, hey, that feeling I have when I'm performing, how can I feel like that all the time in my life? I want that sense of just openness to God. And so I started kind of combining my worlds of music and spirituality and personal growth. Um, studied Course in Miracles for a year, read the whole book, um, and then continued my journey with consciousness and writing songs. Songs came to me that kind of had a, a flair of what I was going through in my personal growth journey, and I'd put those stories into songs. And... Um, I guess it was 2012 I put out my last CD and then just started to have a craving for something else. Um, my consciousness was blooming and started thinking about Reiki. I was like, oh, I started looking it up on the Internet. And then all of a sudden um, uh, a body of work called Access Consciousness came my way, and I studied that for uh, four years. And then just as Reiki was starting to come into a new energy called Holy Fire, um, I was invited to come study Holy Fire, and that was a perfect timing for me to come into Reiki. Um, I really felt called to the Holy Fire energy, and I spent a, the, the, a year and a half getting my um, my master training and my Karuna master training. And so that leads me to here, and using Reiki now with my voice and that sense of learning just how to keep opening, keep opening, keep surrendering to consciousness, to life, to spirit, and using the Reiki and the voice as tools to help others find that sense of, of openness to walking with um, spirit, to walking in 
and with the universe having their back and noticing how that can contribute to their life and how that helps them contribute to the planet as they focus on their personal own personal growth. Um, I have found with using voice and Reiki that our voice gives us a lot of uh, awareness. Um, our tone of voice gives us a lot of awareness. So mixing that with Reiki and noticing what our tone is, what our, our voice is telling us about our body, um, what happens after we, we voice out an outward expression, and what's the sound of the stillness and the silence afterwards? Because there's a subtle vibration there, just as if we were going to you know, yell out in anger or yell out in a heartfelt, no, um, heartfelt no, uh, sound. All of that leaves a different vibration. Uh, we've seen this with talking into water. The mo- it changes the molecules. Same thing when we call out and, and use our sound and our voice to uh, call out into the ether. Um, Molecules change. Our body responds. And so that's where I'm at, long story short. Um, Yeah, I love doing Reiki as a personal practice. I love writing chants and songs to uh, expand consciousness, and I love sharing that with people. So I'm going to back you up a little bit. What you're talking about is so interesting, and it is so far removed from anything that I think about because I uh-huh. just don't, I mean, I grew up in choirs and mm-hmm. absolutely gravitated to music. So that part's not foreign to me. But I think what you do with the voice is completely foreign to me. So mm-hmm. can you talk a little bit more about that? I mean, why why would someone come to you and if they come to you what is it that you do yeah so uh one of the things i do is a reiki and voice coaching session um i use the holy fire reiki experiences to help people get over their um to heal to heal deeply their blocks to using their voice people have a lot of trauma with expressing through the voice and it's very tender and sometimes so subconscious um they don't realize like that there's another level of freedom of expression. And so I help them with the um, by giving them the Reiki uh, experiences, the holy love experience, and it really helps them heal on a deep level some uh, trauma around their voice and expression. But And that helps them feel comfortable and willing to actually let out their voice. And once we can get to the point where we can actually hear the voice, I, I coach people to receive their own voice and notice. So you take a breath in, you notice, and then you receive the sound and you let it out. And after that, we start to just hear what's in the sound. And it's a practice of not only listening to what's in the sound, because it can give us a lot of awareness, it's called vocal awareness, um, about, oh, wait, it's, um, is it feel groggy? Somatically, we can get information around how the voice is coming out, about what's, what's going on physically with the body. But we can also notice the sound of our voice and what's going on with ourselves mentally and emotionally. Um, for example, um, I did some toning work, um, and I let out a sound once, and I felt very positive, and I was like in a good mood, I thought, and I let out a sound. I let out om. And in the ohm, I realized, wait a second, something something else is there. 
there's a frequency that I am I am today that isn't incongruent or alignment with how I my personality is being. So it's pretty hmm. deep work that you can hear with the sound and that helped me go in and I just kept toning and listening and there was almost like a grief energy there. And I I asked so how I coach people is I you know what is that? How old is that? What are you aware of? So through a lot of questioning and processing and just being and a lot of sounding all of a sudden we have these aha moments of some really deep things that on the surface we're like, I'm having a great day. You know, I feel positive. And sometimes under that personality or maybe even um, egoic nature or pain body is something deeper that wants to really surface and be released or be seen, uh, be healed, so that you can blossom into your next, the next uh, awakening for consciousness. Interesting. So do you work with the chakras along those lines, or is that different work? You know, I do sometimes. I do uh, tone the chakras with people. I also encourage them to tune into their own chakras and see what the sound is there. So there are several different uh, chakra toning maps, and um, a lot of times when people come to me, they're like, oh, it has to be just that tone, and, and I really encourage them um, I do a lot of spontaneous singing with people, uh, and I help them really get to f- tune into their own energy body and their own physical body. One of the things we do is tune into tension in the body and give it a sound. Uh, pay attention. Let your own vocal cords be the voice of, say, the tension in the hip and what sound comes out. And sometimes it's really um, shocking the sound that comes out, it really does shock some clients. Like, oh, wow, I didn't even know that was there. Where did that even come from? And so they're releasing the tension through their own sound of their hip, and their hip starts to free up. Um, So that's a a physical experience. But in an energetic experience, um, I have them kind of tune in to, say, the second chakra just below the navel. And I help them just guide them to find what's happening in their chakra, what sound is there energetically. Because the, the sound, um, ooh, is one of the sounds that is part of a chakra map, sounding map, ooh. And, you know, I'm trying to get them out of the box of that uh, conclusion around that sound and seeing maybe their chakra is sounding something different today and that there's a lot of possibility with sound in our bodies and um, that we don't have to be confined to just one map. So how many people do you work with that actually like the sound of their voice? Because yeah, I, I'm not thinking not of many. the people that, that I know, and they all go, oh, I hate hearing myself talk. You know, right? Yeah. And there's the healing right there. It's very healing to start to accept, allow, Allow your own voice. Honor your own voice right where it is, you know, because it it has information just the way it is. It has a healing quality to it just the way it is. And so my my job is to help people um, love their voice unconditionally, forgive their voice, Mm -hmm. forgive the people that um, created trauma for their voice that they um that now they don't they feel uh contracted in their voice and expression. So that's all part of the work is, you know, how do we come to forgive our voice, allow our voice 
and unconditionally love the voice that's right here, right now. So that's so interesting, Rebecca, because the more you talk, the more I'm envisioning the voice as almost like another body organ. It's, yeah. it's, it's a thing. It, it's, a, yeah, it's a palpable it is. thing. Huh, it's a thing. So you know, the crazy. Tibetan monks, the Tibetan monks would say, they had a quote, mind, body, voice. You know, we say mind, hmm. body, spirit. The Tibetan right. monks, they would say mind, body, voice. They really saw voice as an extension of spirit. And it, it is, the breath supports the voice, right? And so if we are breathing in prana and life force energy and we are tuning in to the energetic being that we are that's having a physical experience, then all of a sudden um, if we really allow that space of being, that comes out of our voice. And whatever's um, not allowing that open flute sensation for spirit also comes through the voice. So there's so much awareness we can have around what story is alive in my life right now, what strategy is alive in my life right now, what judgment am I living today about myself. That's all in the voice, and you can hear it. And not to judge it, but just to be with it. And sometimes when we give something awareness, it's just the awareness that's required, and all of a sudden it goes whoosh into something Mm. different. It just wanted to be seen and heard, and then all of a sudden something else is possible. And so we can we can really witness that through the voice. Well, I'm I'm having my own personal little moment here while you're talking. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm I'm learning so much from from hearing this and what I realize now that I'm now that I'm seeing the voice as as a palpable body organ or part of my body. I see that I have totally neglected my voice throughout my entire life because I just now realized it was a thing. Yeah, yeah. So so and now I'm wanting to listen to my inner voice. I mean, I'm excuse me for 10 minutes. I'm just going to go meditate and take care of myself. <laughs> you, you, you just take over the show. If you would, Rebecca, I'll be back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Meditation, you're right. Meditation works so beautifully with the voice, and it's that inner voice to the outer voice and the outer voice to the inner voice, and it's that whole um, process that really gives us that uh, deeper awareness and consciousness and helps us heal the subconscious. Wow. Well, this is, this is going to be fun. My next meditation, I'm looking forward to it already. So yeah. when you work with somebody... Do you, have you ever noticed that their voice changes as a result of your working with them? I have. Just the other day I worked with huh. someone and um you know it's it's a it can be tender, you know, there's a lot of emotions that flow that don't really have a story but just kind of are flowing and um when you release that tension, um the voice opens up and you know after we do the reiki uh experience with holy fire, um there is an opening, right? So a lot of times we're contracting, you know, I don't like my voice, um, I've had this, this, and that happen. And when we just open back up, when we expand the boundaries of our body um, energetically, when we have that open flute sensation, there's such a different um, experience the, of, of the voice 
of the person voicing and of the person in front of them receiving the voice. So it does sound different. Um, and one of the things I also teach is a little bit of technique of how we, how do we really express through our body? Like how can we be a resonating chamber, the whole body be a resonating chamber? Um, and then there are like more the more focal points, like the chest, the mouth, the nasal cavity, and the, the head voice. How do, we, how do we learn how to access those for more, um, for more playground for the sound wave that's coming past your vocal cords through the breath? So um, I help them really open that up, and you can really see, and they start to notice the patterns. Oh, am I kind of locked in my nasal cavity? Or, oh, I'm, I'm, um, I'm just speaking just from my, my mouth. Or, you know, I want people singing and opening and expressing from their toes all the way to the top of their crown of their head. And when we become this resonating chamber for the sound, the whole body. So, yes, that changes the voice dramatically. And, um, it, and it has a very like a more groundedness to it. It has a more openness to it. Um, but mostly what I see um, is people having the ability to say, you know what, I was able to say my opinion about something. Or, you know, a lot mm-hmm. of people have been quiet their whole lives or they've, um, it hasn't been safe to say something, right? And that was a stra- strategy they did as a young child. It's like, I'm not going to speak anymore it's safer to be quiet and really helping them get out of those so some of the biggest turnarounds i see is people just being like you know what i can it it is safe and i have this opinion and it's different than yours and i'm going to say this now and that's really exciting to see when people's life can open up when they say you know this is what's important to me and um and, oh, yeah, just one other thing. It's just recently I did a Sing Yourself Free class, and someone, uh, a client of mine, had uh, tuned into her her uh, chest, and she felt grief there and recently mm-hmm. had a diagnosis where there's a disease process happening, and the voice, tuning into the voice and the voice of that area, she was able to start tuning in to this area and feel kind of a heaviness there. And using the voice to clear, it really helped her bring awareness to the area to help um, go get it looked at. So it can bring a lot of awareness to the body, bringing your voice to different areas. So, yeah. So can I share with you what I'm experiencing now? Sure, because please. I am, I'm clearly going through a healing with you. I mean, I'm, I'm oh. actually not kidding that, you know, I'll just go meditate, you take over. Because as I'm sitting here, I've been having my eyes closed, and I'm just listening to your words. And as I've been sitting here, I've been feeling my the opening in my chest space, my heart space, just mm. opening wide and um, like om- almost to where it's uncomfortable, you know, that kind of a stretch. Yeah. And this morning in meditation, I was reminded that spirit can only give someone so much information as wide as their platform is, as wide as their shoulders are, as wide as they're able to support themselves. That's how much spirit can give you. And until you broaden your stance in the world and your stance as a spiritual being, spirit just won't give you more because it's not in your best alignment, right? So Uh as I was having that healing this morning and a broadening of my space 
my, myself in the world to be able to take on more with this enlightened world concept, the healing that I'm receiving with you right now is is impacting that and it's matching that. So mm. I'm just fascinated enjoying this on the side. So thank That's you. That's wonderful. <laughs> would you like to do I, would you do like I to do a little toning with that? <laughs> That's wonderful. And I it is. It starts stretching us and would should we would you like to do a little toning right now? You know, you're going to make me feel so incredibly vulnerable. But I, maybe that's what we're. <laughs> I don't. It I is, don't even like toning to myself. Yeah. Nonetheless, it is very vulnerable work. Yeah, it is very it vulnerable is. work. So yeah, you if you want to say no, that's that is just fine. Um, but if you would like to just for the audience sake to just um, show us because it's a really good example of what you're saying of what a client might go through right here and we could um, tone through that kind of stretching kind of feeling that you're feeling and just just a gentle ma I will do it if you will do it with me because spirit is saying that yes I should be doing this so I I I don't want to ma solo No, no, no. We're going to ma in chorus here. (laughs) All right. So um, I'll lead you through it here. So just just tune into that heart sensation that you're you're, uh, experiencing and Mm -hmm. the wonderful opening that's coming to you. And even place your hand on your heart and see if you can receive. Receive the sound healing of your own voice and the Reiki coming through your own voice. And just taking a nice, comfortable breath. You don't have to try to be anything. It doesn't have to be loud. And we're just going to let out a ma. Ma. And just go to where your breath will let you, and then take another breath, and we'll just do it a few rounds. And last one, breathing into your chest. What do you notice in the stillness, and how does your chest feel? Um, my chest is like wide open. Mm. And what do I notice in the silence? So, um, intuitively, mm-hmm. what I see is like a, it's almost like a cave with like cobwebs in it so I'm guessing Mm. it's that whole theory of the neglected voice all of these years but oh wow yeah it's needing a little TLC in there yeah beautiful maybe a swifter or something you know (laughs) (laughs) yeah but so yeah so that's a little taste 
of the work. It's it's simple yet profound, and used with the Reiki energy, it can really um, bring up a lot. So what you said is like, I don't know what I notice or sense, but I, you know, I you you got an image. Um, that's how it works. Yeah, we'll, we'll get awareness in lots of different ways. You maybe you hear a hear another sound or hear some words or you saw the image of the the cave or the sensation of your heart wide open or there's a a sense of a deeper level of peace and so this is kind of you know anything really goes and each symbology just you write it down and see where it takes you next where what door opens next after that awareness and so that's the work very nice so can I ask you a question? Um, sure. When I do a lot of writing, I know that I'm channeling spirits, whether it's the Divine Mother or Archangel Michael or Gabrielle or whoever at the particular time. And there are times that I do a lot of writing, and when I'm done writing, my voice is hoarse. And I have not been able to figure that out unless it's just that I've been like, overtaxing my communication chakra. That's interesting. Yeah. My first sense I mean, was that were you yeah. holding your breath? Oh, that's possible. I don't know. Maybe I'm sort of in my own little trance thing, you know. Maybe I am holding my breath. I don't know. Yeah, but that is a very interesting thing. Why would your um, – so I that is a fun thing to work with. So asking questions um, like um, – Whose voice is this? That's horse. Um, how old was I when I went horse? When I, um, you know, how old were you when you started to get this channeling ability? Um, and was it allowed? So maybe getting horse that is a you know an expression like you said like maybe it's that creative mm-hmm. that uh, expression uh, chakra, and you know what were you allowed to have this voice as a channel back then? Because a lot of times it does come to us when we're a child and it's shut down when we're children. So perhaps you're going forth with it regardless of this this uh, this strategy or voice from the past and maybe clearing hmm. up some of the story and the trauma of being shut down as a child could possibly be um, help you with that, that hoarseness. But I think yeah, you're onto interesting. there. Yeah, that it's. Huh. I think you're onto some healing something pretty, um, pretty old for you, with that. Think you know that hoarseness is happening after writing. That's exciting. Yeah, that's 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 it's actually like kind me. of. Yeah, it's kind of ridiculous actually <laughs> to, <laughs> to write and write and then be hoarse. It's it's totally ridiculous, but yeah, intriguing nonetheless. Well, it's information, right? It's information. Right. It's brilliant information that your body is giving you, and and so um, it would be be fun to explore some more. Yes, yes, it actually would. Um, I would like to do that with you, since we're neighbors and all. I would, yeah. I would like to do that. Um, so you were mentioning Holy Fire Reiki, and you and I are both trained in Holy Fire Reiki. Can you share what you see as the differences between Holy Fire Reiki and just the the typical Yasui Reiki? Sure. So Asui, Asui Reiki is, came to us in the, uh, the, the 20s uh, when Asui had his awakening moment. Um, and Asui, as I 
have heard it. He's always thought it was a a evolving energy, right? Um, fast forward to William Rand, who is the founder of the International Center for Reiki Training. Um, he's been w- doing Reiki since the 80s, and he's discovered this kind of fine-tuned energy that came in 2014, and he called it Holy Fire. He ran it past several colleagues and had them experience it, and they definitely felt a refinement of the energy, that it was refined and, and, and a higher higher consciousness of energy. And so in 2014, um, the Asui method kind of has a new uh, new energy to it called the Holy Fire uh, Asui Reiki. And you can still go and get to, attuned to the Asui Reiki, and now you can also choose Holy Fire. And the difference is that um, it's it's a expanded expanded consciousness. It's a higher level of consciousness. It's a refined, more refined energy. Um, it it's comes from a Christ consciousness before re- the religion started around Christianity. Um, it's a it's an energy of unconditional love, and it totally responds to free will. It it works. It helps people work on the positive aspects of their, uh, bring forth the positive aspects of their personality. And these are things that people are seeing with using Holy Fire. Um, and I have received uh, Sui Reiki, but I've been trained in Holy Fire. And so I have most of my experience in Holy Fire. Um, the mm-hmm. Holy Fire energy, uh, according to... Um, uh, Reiki masters have been studying this for tw- like 20 years and have, have experienced a lot of Asui Reiki, and now they've experienced the um, Holy Fire Reiki. They've noticed that it, it um, oh, my train of thought just went out the window. Um, it came to Reiki because of the non-dogmatic mm-hmm. nature of Reiki, that it's mm-hmm. very non-judgmental, mm-hmm. very simple practice, and that it's an energy that this planet is ready for. And, it came, and it's, right. it's kind of our next awakening to this conscious energy. And so it's for whoever's being pulled to it. It's not for everybody. It's, um, it's for whoever's being pulled to it. And there's lots of other Reikis. There's lots of other paths to take. So it's just another form. And if you feel guided toward it, to it, it, it helps to, uh, establish unconditional love. It's deeply detoxing but in a very gentle way. And it will really go deep into um, what I've noticed is deep into subconscious, dimensional healing, past life healing. Um, it, it, it definitely is very rich and deep in the type of healing it can do. And and gentle. There is some, some like what people call a healing crisis, um, but it can, there can be some of that. But what I've noticed with Holy Fire, it's pretty gentle. Um, you know, maybe a few days you're feeling kind of funky, but for the most part, it, it can be pr- pretty deep, deep healing. I, um, for myself, just noticing a kind of a quantum leap healing the other day with my relationship, things that we have been wanting to, like, get to the bottom of and forgive each other for, and, and all of a sudden it's just healed, on, and both of us Aww. experienced it. It was just healed. And we were ready oh, nice. to go into, like, months of counseling. We were ready to just really get into this. You know, we've been married 16 years. And and honestly, like, we both felt this kind of quantum 
healing. And is that happen all the time? No. Is it possible? Yes. And we, we both meditate with Reiki every day. And so Reiki, Holy Fire Reiki, just um, it heals when you're asking for the healing. And it, it, it heals uh, sometimes when uh, in ways that you aren't expecting. I didn't expect this quantum leap. I expected maybe some help and support. <laughs> but right, to have right. this quantum leap and be guided toward, to this healing was just... Um, Actually, I just wrote about it on my blog this this week. If anyone wants to hear this, the actual story, it's uh, it was a pretty profound healing, and I'm still kind of in awe of it. But um, so holy fire, it can be really help deeply with relationships and um, uh, some really deep healing. And th- so that's my my take on it. <laughs> yeah. Well, so you know, when you said some people are drawn to it and others won't be, I remember the first time that I saw um, an advertisement for somebody teaching Holy Fire Reiki, and I couldn't wait to get it. I couldn't wait. And I thought, what is this? What, what is this? But it was, there was a recognition, I believe, in my soul that that was the path for me. And my guess is it was a recognition of coming home, yeah. right, of, yeah. of energy that I had known and loved, in previous lifetimes, and I was coming home. And um, when I received the Holy, I did the Holy Fire Reiki, and I think it was like three or four half days um, with a, a colleague that Rebecca and I both know. And during the attunement process, and if you have not gone through a Reiki attunement, it's during meditation, and the teacher directs you. And I had such profound attunements. And I wrote them all down. You know, during meditation, I was shown so many different things. And that was two years ago. And Enlightened World, this whole thing that's coming together, is what I saw in the Reiki attunement two years ago. And I wondered at the time, what is that? I, I couldn't, I had no context for it. Um, and I thought maybe I was crazy that I had seen these things. <laughs> and here I am two years later living it. So I personally, for me, I cannot speak highly enough for Holy Fire Reiki. It is so much more profound. Um, yeah. And for those of you that work with healing masters and psychic surgeons, that was an interesting piece for me because mm-hmm. when I did the Holy Fire Reiki attunement, we were to say goodbye to our healing masters and psychic surgeons and work with new guides. And that was a little bit of a painful tug because I had learned to love mine. Um, yeah. And I'm, you know, they're still there for me. I'm sure they're still guides for me, but they don't do the healing work with mm-hmm. me anymore. So can yeah. you speak to that? Why is that, that, that one gives up their psychic surgeon and healing master? Okay, well, so there's a few things that uh, you just reminded me of, too. Um, Well, one is Holy Fire, when you get the attunements now, um, they're called placements, and they're done differently, and they're more powerful because it doesn't come through the actual um, master person, the master teacher. It actually just Holy Fire energy comes down and gets placed on its own. And so there's kind of a more purity to it, and so it makes it stronger. And so it's a very high consciousness. So when we are um, 
getting trained as Holy Fire Masters, we are asked to go from um, one level of guides to third heaven, to the highest level of consciousness guides. And so um, because because Holy Fire is such a fine-tuned, high-frequency energy, it can only it only aligns with those type of guides. So, but like Quan Yin and Archangels, these are of the third heaven. Of uh, they align with Holy Fire energy. So, um, so if we are working in with uh, guides that are of second heaven in Reiki, that's um, kind of like the entity realm. Um, disembodied mm-hmm. beings, and these are spirit beings that um, some of them have agendas, some of them still have an egoic pattern and strategies, some of them really do want to guide you to good, but however, they still have an agenda and an ego, and they can only lead you so far in consciousness. So sure. when we ask you to kind of trade your guides in, we're saying we're asking you to get get bring on guides that are have infinite possibilities. Um, it's uh, um, non-polarized, no more ego. It's just of universal spiritual energy. And that's the guides that um, Holy Fire can work with. And so that's why we ask to kind of say thank you to those um, guides that are maybe working on that uh, different level of consciousness, the second, uh, second heaven consciousness. And we kind of uh, graduate to some new guides. Mm-hmm. Does that answer yeah. your question? Yeah, yeah. it absolutely so does. Because that works just expanding our consciousness, and with that expansion, we have to expand the consciousness of our guides as well. Yes, that makes perfect sense. Sure, it makes perfect sense. And you know what, yeah. Rebecca, I am being reminded we've only got nine minutes left in the show, and I am hoping that you can send an energy healing to our friends that are facing hurricanes right now or oh, other yeah. you know other issues sure. in their own personal lives would you would you mind sure so um do you want me to do that with the reiki and the voice or just the reiki um you are the guest here you do what is coming to you okay so i'm just going to call on holy fire here and just and if we get the coin too long in in seven minutes, I'm gonna cut you off. So you okay, take yep, your time, I'll but you know I might cut you off. <laughs> okay. And so we're bringing in all the people that are facing um, fear and challenges on the East Coast with the coming weather, and everyone in our country, everyone in our world, and we're just sending this healing out for peace in their hearts in alignment with unconditional love for themselves and each other.
We ask for the most benevolent outcome. And thank you, Reiki. Holy fire. Blessings on your evening. Thank you, Rebecca. It was beautiful. You're welcome. So we just we have we do have a couple more minutes. When you are working with folks, I know you bring in a number of modalities, a number of um, skills that you've been taught. Do you see things? Do you use your intuition while you're doing your work? I do use my intuition, and I ask Reiki, and sometimes things come to my mind's eye. Sometimes I see a shape, and I'll sound it out. Sometimes um, I've seen into past lives, or I'll get color colors for people to work with. Um, it just, an awareness comes in lots of different ways, and I'll ask Reiki, is this something that they can hear right now that they can receive on a physical level and if it is i'll share with them after the session what i see um i wouldn't call myself a reader a psychic reader in any way um but when i do call in the the reiki energy and i use the voice uh there's awareness that i can get and just to help people um find to spark their own awareness I really believe in empowering my clients to know what they know. And I really um, like to evolve past the idea of coming to a healer to be healed, whereas I see it as kind of like a team, an awareness team, and kind of working off each other to expand awareness and consciousness. So, um, so yeah, I'm a coach or facilitator in that way um, to help people know what they know and trust their own awareness and trust their own visions and trust what is coming to them. Nice. And when you and I were speaking before the show, you were talking about maybe having a special for the listeners of International Angels yeah. Network. Yes. Um, let's see, a listener's, a listener's special. Um, I do a one-hour Reiki and voice sessions, and they can focus on voice, uh, more, or they can focus on Reiki more. Um, I'm going to give them a half off, so half oh, off wow. of an hour session. That would be um, uh, $55 savings, so it would give them $55 uh, sessions. And that can be used in person, or it can be used over the phone or Skype. Very nice. So if they want to do that, how should they contact you? I would just use my email or text and just say, hey, a listener special, and then we can go from there, just uh, making some time and making arrangements. Okay, that's great. So we're looking at, you could call 303-859-3026 or go check out RebeccaAbraxis.com and you'll be able to find her contact information there. So let's see, we've got two minutes. So here's a question that I just have to ask you. So you said that when people see or when you see a shape, you make that sound. And my brain can't figure out what that means. (laughs) Mine can't either. But sometimes I just (laughs) see shapes or colors and I just will know the sound of it. I'm not quite sure. Um, But what I do teach people in my Reiki classes is how to use their voice. Um, 
I have a Reiki class coming up on September 22nd. It's Reiki One and Authentic Voice, and I help them trust whatever they're seeing and knowing and help them use their voice to express it. So I can't teach someone to sing a, sing a shape, but I can teach them to trust themselves, and I can help teach them how to flow Reiki and just tr- surrender to Reiki and let that voice come out. So, um, yeah, it's just something that kind of happened. I, you know, I'll see like a spiral and I'll just know the sound of it. It's kind of um, there's lots of ways of sensing. You know, we can sense through um, hearing or uh, feeling or seeing. And one of mine's, I guess, it's just no, and knowing. And so my mm-hmm. sensing is like I just know sometimes. <laughs> okay. Okay, well, yeah. Rebecca, I would I would love to have you back on the show again Ooh, if you great. would like I would to, love to come on. Okay, okay, we'll figure out a time to do that. And our time is up, so I need to say good night to you all. Thank you so okay. much, Rebecca, for being with us. Yeah, thank you, Ruth. This was wonderful. Of course, and it is truly an honor to be among the hosts of International Angels Network and Enlightened World Network, and I look forward to walking with Spirit and you next week. So good night and God bless. Take care.